I talk one way and then I get on a microphone. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? Let's let's talk about <laughs> life and back to the news. You know? who, who is this guy? Yeah. Just another kind of free form rock and roll. Make you goofy solo, maybe want to tap a toe. Just another kind of free form rock and roll. Make you goofy solo, maybe want to tap a toe. You are listening to Polkcast, Polk State College's official first podcast, and today we are here with Winter Haven Dean of Student Services, Larry Pakowski. He oversees the services and programs that help students navigate their college journeys and graduate on time with the degrees that are right for their higher education and career goals. Dean Pakowski is heavily involved in Polk State's Pathways Committee, which is working tirelessly to outline each degree path to make it easier for students to understand what classes they need to take. He earned his bachelor's and master's degrees from the University of North Carolina, Wilmington, and is currently pursuing a doctorate in educational leadership and policy at Florida State University. When he's not working on his dissertation or figuring out how to make college easier to navigate for Polk State students, he's probably taking a quiz on Facebook to determine which Star Wars character he is. Is that right? Yeah, you know. Um, but in all honesty, he is interested in True Colors, which is a personality identification system used by educational institutions, businesses, and government organizations as a conflict management tool. He led a session about True Colors at our professional development day, and Leah and I found out that we are complete opposites. Complete opposites. So Dean Pikowski joins us today to explain how you can find out your True Colors and what exactly this all means, and thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. So before we get into what the different colors mean, um, give us a brief overview of what True Colors actually is. Where did this develop? Where did it come from? And all of that good stuff. Okay, so some people might be familiar with uh, Myers-Briggs or something like that. It's a a little bit more intense of a personality test, a little bit more tried and true scientific means of uncovering our inner self, if you will. True Colors is a little bit more approachable. Um, it's, I don't want to say it's a dumbed-down version because there is some scientific basis to it, um, but it's more approachable. Like even a high school student would understand kind of the fundamentals of where you're coming from. And instead of answering questions that are specifically about you, you're associating different words. And, and basically for um, each of the, the measurements on there, there's, there's four boxes, and there's words in each box, and it's which box sounds most like you and which one sounds least like you. Um, then it's, you know, you don't get hung up in one word. So if there's one word in the box that's not like you, it's not, okay, that's all. But if five of them did, okay, that's that's most like you. Um, a guy named Don Lowry created it back in 1979. And so it's basically, everybody has a, a true color. Some people have more than one. Um, rarely some people might have three, um, but generally people have one dominant true color. But the point is that everybody has some aspect of every color in their personality. Um, so when you score the kind of test, you, you're on a score or scale, the minimum you can have for any color is five. The maximum will be 20. Um, and somebody is going to fall in the continuum of each of those colors. Um, so things are divided up into the four colors, green, gold, orange, and blue. And more or less, it's about discovering uh, you know, kind of what stands out for you, what your strengths and weaknesses are, and, and really getting to see yourself in a new lens and then compare yourself to your peers. So can you tell us um, briefly what each color means? Sure. So uh, if you look through them, the the green is generally associated with, uh, you know, kind of the people that are the, the, the Sheldons of the world. The, the, they're very particular in how they like to do things. They're very analytically minded. They would be people that love data, that like the nitty gritty. 
that's what kind of makes them tick. Mm -hmm. The golds of the world are really, you know, they're the the people who can look at the big data, the the big picture. If the greens are the small picture people, the the golds are the big picture people. Um, Golds are generally seen as really organized. Um, They're more flexible than the greens, but they they still, um, responsible is probably a good word for them. They're the people that everybody's like, oh, you know, we can really count on them to get things done. Um, the oranges are the people that love life and love to love life. Um, they're thrill seekers. They're really strongly associated with artistic abilities. Um, a lot of musicians and actors and actresses, you, you'll find that they have orange as a pretty dominant type. And then the blues are the people that love everybody. They're, they're the huggers, if you will, that um, they're the, the make love, not war crowd that really want to get to know a person on a personal level and see that as the means of connection and kind of advancing things. And so what color are you? So I'm a green. Um, I, I, I'm really odd. So I, I'm very, very green and very, very not blue. Um, and my, my gold and my orange are pretty even. Um, you'll find sometimes that people, you know, all four scores are pretty similar. Um, you'll find sometimes, like me, where you have two polar opposites. Um, there are people, like I said, that are kind of multicolored. They basically have two dominant colors. Um, the, the neat thing about true colors, it's not quite as um, tried and true as, say, like a Myers-Briggs or a more scientific test where you're likely to stay the same thing. Um, true colors can definitely be influenced by things that have happened in your life. Um, so for, for me, when I had, or when my wife had, a child, um, I, my, my blue score has gone up since then. I guess that the Cameron's made me more emotional or something, but um, you know, certainly it's still my lowest color, but the, the number has actually increased since then. So you said that the greens were sort of like the Sheldons of the world. And to me, you don't strike me as a person that would be like, you know, in your box, don't sit in my chair. That's my chair. Like it, this is the order of things. But like you, you sort of come off as like a person that's very, you're the dean, you talk to everybody, you're very open. And so what's your take on that? Like, So if I could flip flop it a little bit and go back to, um, to Myers-Briggs. So there's a guy named David Kersey who actually mapped the Myers-Briggs, which I think most people be familiar with, two true colors. And so I am an ENTJ, and it just so happens that green associates with NT. So okay. Like, okay, so basically... I think my extroversion covers it up, if you will. Right. Um, I, I was the kid that when I was in you know middle school, go spend the night at somebody's house, my dad would move something in my room. And like almost immediately upon coming into the room, I'd be like, who's been in my room? Well, yeah. how did you know? Because this moved, it's not where it's supposed to be. And, and, you know, Vicky's definitely gotten used to like, I like things in a certain place and that, you know, but no, I, I'm, I do a good job of trying to cope with it, but I'm the kind of person that if you told me that we were going to have Italian food tonight and then at 4 o'clock, you know, like I feel like Mexican, I get really stressed out. Not that I can't do it, but like you completely like change things for me and now I'm going to have to like take a deep breath and really get on the path to doing that. Right. That really sounds like me in terms of my desk. And if anything's moved in the morning, I think it's either a ghost or I'm like, ah, the cleaning lady. <laughs> That's true. But I'm, I'm actually more of a gold. Yeah, I was going to say, you are very yellow. Like, you can count on Madison. Like, if you need something done, she will have it done. in big picture, too. So My scores were very, my numbers were very close, but I think blue was my least. But you are more of a blue. The score was, yeah, the most you can get is 20 for a color, and I got 19 in blue Mm -hmm. and one in orange. And so I I think that that's one of the interesting things about true colors is that um, 
you you can make the argument opposites do attract or something like that. But I think that, you know, sometimes your true color, because everybody has aspects of all of these, that kind of the way that they mesh together, everybody ends up some kind of shade of brown when you start mixing (laughs) all these colors, right? So it, you know, you're not the type that comes running down the hallways like hugging people and picking them up. Absolutely. And, and I'm not like, you know, banging my head on the wall like somebody move my stapler. Have you right. seen my stapler? You know? <laughs> That's so, true. you know. I mean, but I think we could easily fall into that. No, absolutely. <laughs> and, and we both cope with it. And I think if you were to ask like, you know, close personal friends that like, like oh no, totally. They act just like that. that I'm sure if you go to some of my closest friends that like, oh yeah, he's like 15 minutes early to everything. And if you're like five minutes early, you're late. That's just the way I am. Yeah. Well, so we've kind of touched on this, but how do you see true colors in everyday life and in your work environment here at Polk State? So it's definitely a a good way first to get to know yourself. Um, I I think when you're able to really set out and see your strengths and weaknesses, it helps you to kind of address things a little bit better. So I'm a little bit more sensitive to the fact that, okay, I need to be a little bit more flexible. Just take a deep breath. Everything's going to be okay. Mexican Um, food is not that bad. You know, I I do like it. It (laughs) changed up on me and then I'm I'm freaking out. Um, But no, and and then in terms of knowing your colleagues, it helps as well. So if um, somebody's having a bad day, you know, I'm the type that I might want to be closed off. Leah's the type where she might want to interact with people. And so knowing, knowing those, and then as you talk about like students and things like that, it's just an interesting way to kind of get to know each other, to play off of one another. Um, you know, certainly when you find somebody that's your exact opposite, to me that's kind of fascinating because you're like, I would never do that. But then at the same time you find people that are like you and like, oh my God, somebody, you, yes, oh my God, you understand exactly where I'm coming from. Um, like we were at a training in Daytona last week and so we're at a restaurant and, and Dr. Donald Painter ordered and he's on one end of the table and then I'm on the other end and I ordered, like, the exact same thing. Now, I haven't made him do true colors, but I'm just kind of like, somebody gets me. Aw. I wonder. That would be interesting to see how close you guys are in color. Yep. Yeah. Are you constantly evaluating people when you meet them? They're in these different categories. Is that something fun that you get to do? I think so, or at least when people take it. (laughs) I'm like, you know, I always enjoy PDD, like, the people that I know. Right. Semi-decently, because I'm all like, oh, I bet they're this. And then when they are, I'm like, yep, caught it. Caught it. But, um, you know, it's certainly, it's just a neat way to look at the world. And it's not, it's not really intense. I mean, it takes like five, ten minutes to do it. Um, And then you kind of, you huh, I learned more about myself today. But it's nothing that's going to make you feel bad about yourself. It's nothing that's going to change your worldview or anything like that. Um, It just really kind of helps you to say, hey, okay, cool. Would you have pinpointed me as a blue? No, I wouldn't. And, 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 you know, certainly the oranges are most associated with creative types. Right. So, like, I would see you more as an orange because what your work is very creative in nature. But, you know, the more that you say it and everything, like, you're somebody that you could talk to for quite some time that likes to engage in conversation. So then it's like, you know what? Hindsight, yeah, okay, I could see it. I was actually, I was surprised because it's like I'm not, I, first of all, I hate hugging. I don't like people touching me at all. I'm sort of a Sheldon in that I, aspect. I feel your pain. That's I hate like, that. Don't come near like, me. Can I get, Head shake. Like I have, I have staff members like, can, can I give you a hug? And I'm like, no. yeah, okay, quick. <laughs> really quickly, please. But yeah, I mean, I'm not like an emotional basket case in which I feel like kind of sounds like blue. But no, I mean, I guess you're, you're right. It is like the personal level and like getting to know people and, you know, 
Make Love Not War, like John Lennon. You know? Who was a blue, I believe. I believe he was. Well, yeah, so I did want to ask, um, give us the names of some notable people who fall into each category. All right, so um, I'll, I'll flip through my notes here because Lord knows I can't remember all this. <laughs> um, so oranges. So, uh, again, oranges are those people that are, uh, they tend to be creative. They tend to be very outgoing. Um, they're very competitive and excitable. Um, they're definitely individuals who, um, you know, they love life to the, you know, love and live life to the fullest, if you will. Um, so just some examples. You've got some uh, pretty well-known entertainers that would be oranges. Um, so when you're talking like Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Michael Jackson, Prince, um, a lot of not only musicians in their own right, but very, um, very personable, very engaging, very outgoing. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of some others, Steve Jobs was an orange. A lot of people see Steve Jobs, especially reading a lot of autobiographical information, more of as a blue because he was a very emotive person. But if you read kind of between the lines there, he was a very competitive person. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is definitely, um, in that regard, an orange. And then uh, some political leaders, um, Winston Churchill and then President Trump um, are both as well. Orange. Oranges. Obviously. So then if I uh, switch gears to my gold folks, um, again, golds are the very... Uh, they're kind of the, the, the small picture, nitty-gritty. They're really people that, you know, they're seen as long-term driven. They're very uh, contemplative. They're, the, they're the, uh, the, the, what is it, Scar Song and Lion King. They're the be-prepared people. Um, so when you look at them, there's a lot of people that are very um, long-term focused. So like a good example is Warren Buffett, the, the Oracle of Omaha, that gives all this financial advice. He's a gold. Um, you have a lot of people who are... Um, definitely kind of uh, governmental informed. Um, so you have people like Hillary Clinton, you have uh, Nancy Reagan, Judge Judy, Colin Powell, um, Darth Vader. Um, so a lot, a lot of people that are very uh, long-term mission driven. Um, but then you also have some interesting goals that pop in there. Um, so you have people like Jeff Bezos, the guy that uh, founded and runs Amazon, um, but Kanye West as well. So, you know, Interesting. a lot of people kind of say Kanye is real emotional, but Kanye also is very long term, big picture. Here's how we're going to get there. And, and it's very all, all well thought out, I guess, is what you would argue. Now, how did they get Darth Vader to take the test? So, so for some of these celebrities, I don't know that anybody's ever really sat down and been like, take the true colors test. I think people have kind of analyzed their behaviors or maybe what they know. Um, for people that have like a publicly known Myers Briggs score, map things back. Right. Um, but Darth Vader, you know, his his whole mo was like, okay, well, we're gonna, the, 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 we are going to build this rebellion, and then we're going to take over, and we're going to stymie this, uh, you know, the empire. And so, you get into that, and okay, he's world building. Okay. Right. He's totally golding it. Um, I would have thought he would be blue. You know, <laughs> the, the the greens, and not to make the joke there, but Yoda to continue the Star Wars <laughs> is is a green, um, the the very analytical type, um, the, the folks like I said that they're the the very nitty gritty that like work is play, just enjoy that aspect of the world. Um, so you have a lot of thinkers as well. Um, so everybody from maybe a creative thinker like Amaya Angelou. Um, to Leonardo da Vinci, Albert Einstein, Bill Gates, uh, Elon Musk, a lot of people that are inventors and things like that. Um, you've had some folks like Mark Zuckerberg, who, you know, not invention in terms of like he invented an airplane or something, but completely transformed the way that we look at the world and interact with each other. 
Um, but then you also have some um, pretty famous political leaders, so like Nelson Mandela, Margaret Thatcher, President Obama, and then some uh, entertainers that end up as Greens as well. Um, so that's uh, Jay-Z, Tina Fey, and if I were to look at both of them in particular, they're great entertainers on their own right, but look at behind the scenes, like what Jay-Z's done with music production or what Tina Fey has done with creating new shows and discovering talent, writing. Mm-hmm. They're involved in the, you know, they do their own thing artistically, but they're involved in producing so much more. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and then to kind of sum things up with the blues, you know, the blues are the, the, the lovers, so I don't think a lot of these are shockers. That I think these are people that are probably the easiest to typecast. Um, but you've got Ellen DeGeneres, um, you have Pope John Paul II, Martin Luther King Jr., um, Oprah, like well-known people that are like, okay, let's talk about how do you feel, live your best self, that kind of thing. Um, you've got some creative types as well, so Walt Disney and Al Pacino, J.K. Rowling, that wrote the Harry Potter books, um, Andy Warhol. But then you've also got some uh, kind of political calls leaders as well. Um, so that's like Mahatma Gandhi, Che Guevara, uh, John Lennon, folks that have really led movements, if you will, that come at that from uh, an emotional place and to, to you know, make my Star Wars thing come full circle, Luke Skywalker's totally a blue. But, you know, he, he's about like, we're for this cause and everybody's getting behind me and we need to fill this. And right. um, I think that's your tension there that typically greens and blues are about as polar opposite as you can get because the greens are the Sheldons and the blues are the huggers. And so if you think about it, if you're familiar with Star Wars, Luke's a blue, Yoda's a green. And so Yoda's trying to teach him, but they're coming at the things from completely different places. So that's part of the struggle there that Luke goes through in those three films of kind of trying to become a Jedi is that he's, you know, his teacher's is opposite. And, you know, in a lot of ways, Yoda's trying to, like, you need to be this way. Right. But he can't be because, you know, he can't betray his true self. Right. You know, ultimately things end up okay, but... Really spoil it for me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Surprise. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, where can people go to find out their true colors? How do you take this test? So there's a few places you can go online um, to to do the tests. Some you know, some of them have different versions of the words and the different blocks, things like that. Um, I, I've tried to adapt to the one that I use um, so that I could use it not only for you know, faculty and staff. I usually do this at Professional Development Day. Um, but sometimes when we have high school groups in particular come on campus, have them do it. And so I've changed a couple words um, just because I get the like, what does this word mean? Um, so, you know, so that it's approachable for a high school freshman the same way it would be for one of us. Um, but, you know, like I said, I certainly do this uh, professional development day at least once, one session during that day. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go online and find it. Um, there are paid people that facilitate this for, you know, organizations and businesses and things like that that come in and do a session that's half day and then like really get into the weeds with like, okay, well how can the greens work with the blues and you know, all that team building stuff. Um, for, for me, it's just a, a, a one more tool to get to know one another and to kind of get to know yourself. Um, so if anybody's interested in doing it, you can always come by my office or certainly uh, look out for professional development day in the spring. And I'm sure I'll be doing it again. Very cool. Really awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very much. Just another kind of free form rock and roll. Make you groove solo, maybe want to tap a toe. Just another kind of free form rock and roll. Make you groove solo, maybe want to tap a toe. Woo! Yeah! Woo! Yeah!